everybody. Welcome back to the Game by Show podcast. It's the last day of May. It's the last time we can make the joke. Jeremy, do the honors. Uh, May the 31st be with you and Justin Timberlake. Perfect. We'll see you guys next week with another joke. We're, we're going to do it in June, too, by the way. June? Yeah, June probably. Think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, my name is LeGrand Jolly, your host this evening. That is Dale over there. Hello, Dale. Uh, hello. And Jeremy... Ooh. You've already talked to Jeremy. Yeah, I, Jeremy. I like the I like sexy Dale Jones. Can we get more of that? Hello. <laughs> I'll bake you this cake. <laughs> What'd you bake for me? Another Rose cake. petals. Bake you some brownies. So what's new, fellas? It's uh, Sunday. Uh, it's Here Sunday, and it got hot in like a week, and I hate it. Man, it's a hot. Oh yeah, dude. I don't know how it is everywhere else, but I expected a little more gradual. You know, I was at least hoping for it. It's like, nope, it's almost June. Yeah, Turn it was like a heat. forty degree spread. In fact, there was like a couple of days there where it was like a shearing coefficient of like change, and uh, I hated it. I hated it. So yeah, air conditioning is on everywhere. Uh, I'm walking around basically butt naked. Um, you know, just kind of stand and just kind of horse stance over the uh, the air conditioning register. That's that's an image I just wanted to put in everybody's head right there. Horse dance. <laughs> horse stance. You know, like uh, oh, karate. Horse you know, like dance. Yeah, I was just doing a horse dance. <laughs> I was like, what's a horse over the dance? air conditioning register? <laughs> I was like trying to trying to figure out how that, how a horse dance works. <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> Like doing some high stepping on all fours. <laughs> yeah, they do that. Yeah. At horse shows, they like teach horses to dance. I've seen it. They're pretty good too. That's I mean, a normal thing. For a stupid beast, it's pretty impressive that it can lift its paw up that high. Horses are pretty smart animals. Yeah, they are. I mean, look, you can even like, you know, have it do math and it'll clop its little foot, you know, three times or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah what, what's it can the do story multiple choice that? math problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would, you know, you know what? If you ask it a, uh, a yes/no question, it'll always go with nay. Oh yeah, what if the answer is yes? Have it. Then it's silent. It doesn't say anything. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. Uh, well, welcome to the show. Jeremy's got some news tonight. We've got a, a hot topic for you later. We've got some new releases. We've got all sorts of stuff. Uh, I've got a garden in my backyard. It's good. Well, let's start with the news. It's a good one, too. I've got a potato garden. Aw. That, that's all that's probably going to survive. And the uh, potatoes. So in the news, LeGrand's got a potato garden, everybody. <laughs> and, uh, no, that's good. It's a good garden. I've seen it. It's pretty all right. Pretty all right. Uh, yeah, we actually do have some news. Uh, all the things that you want are here in the Game Bite show today, and we're going to start with, uh, actually, we're going to start that, that sort of yawning chasm in your soul this week. You may, you may or may not have noticed it. But this would have been, I'm pretty sure this would have been the week that we would have been uh, ramping up the hype for E3. Uh, it's going to be June. I mean, like LeGrand said, last day of May, but you know, by the time you hear this, it's June. Uh, so there's not going to be any E3 this year as such, but uh, we just kind of wanted to point you in the direction. There still are a number of video game-related news and uh, reveal events and those kinds of things. So well, uh, what, what news is there, Jeremy? I yeah, dare I, ex you to, exactly. Nothing. I defy you to come up with some news this week. All right, we're going to find out about the news. Uh, but if uh, if you're looking for something, uh, the, at the end of this week, we've got the Gorilla Collective, which I guess, I, you know, 
I actually was not even aware about this. And I, and I want to specifically shout out here Polygon.com that uh, that compiled these because uh, I, you know, some of this stuff is completely new to me. Uh, but the Gorilla Collective is starting this weekend, uh, June 6th, and I guess this is a bunch of specific video game publishing companies, including Paradox Interactive, uh, Larian Studios, Funcom, Versus Evil, and Coffee Stain Studios are uh, doing, and they're doing this in conjunction with Kind of Funny, which is uh, what Greg Miller's little uh, venture after his IGN career. Um, and I guess they're doing a whole day long of stuff, and this is in collaboration with the PC Gaming Show and the Future Games Show. Uh, so I think this is basically going to be like your PC and your weird Euro stuff. Uh, is going to be starting this week. So, Gorilla... Starring Dong Sliders from Funcom. <laughs> yeah, I know. They really know what they want there. Uh, and it's Gorilla G-U-E-R-R, not Gorilla, uh, like the, the primate, which... Uh, like Lights Out Gorilla Radio. Yeah, more, more is the pity, because I really was looking for the Gorilla Collective uh, to reveal all of its secrets this week. The Gorillas Collective. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so then a little bit later this month, we also have the Steam Game Festival. That's Jeff Keighley's thing that he's doing with Valve. Um, basically, they are doing... Um, and, and actually, I'm seeing here, I guess it would have been this next week that would have been... This is Jeff Keighley. I thought his was the summer game thing. Uh, well, that, yeah, Steam Game Festival Summer Edition. Is that is that the same thing? No. Maybe not? No. no not All right. So Valve is doing a thing which basically they're just putting a bunch of games on their storefront so you can see them. And they're calling that a game festival. Um, no, actually, they're going to be doing a bunch of limited time demos. So for... Um, you know, short playable experiences, those kinds of things. Uh, a bunch of upcoming games, uh, connect and maybe do chats and, and streams from developers uh, participating in those things. Uh, we have the EA Play Live event, which is uh, basically EA, instead of doing their on-site thing at E3, they're going to be doing this uh, EA Play Live broadcast, which will do a bunch of game reveals, updates, community content. Uh, that'll be on Thursday, June 11th, next week. Uh, we also whoa, have... Oh, hang on a second. So... Jeff Keighley's thing is called Summer Game Fest. Uh-huh. And is that if you go to summergamefest.com, there's a list of all these things you're talking about, including the Gorilla Collective, Steam Game Festival. Like Is all this Jeff Keighley the godfather of all of this? Whatever you're reading is all on this list. Just go to here. I'll, I'll wow. post a link right here. Just all check right. this out. Anyway, I'm, I'm, just, okay. I'm just saying. I know that, I mean, Jeff Keighley's like, like, aggregating all this stuff and then next year people are gonna be like yo we're not doing e3 we're just gonna do this summer gonna do the keely yeah the keely fest anyway uh all right there okay. you go so uh ea is doing their thing there's gonna be a cyberpunk 2077 uh specific event if you're looking forward to that game uh day of the devs that's double finds thing that they do with i am 8-bit and uh, they're again going to be working on that with jeff keely uh they're going to be showing things from uh let's see such developers as annapurna uh, the Behemoth. Uh, I'm skipping over the ones I've never heard of. Sorry, Indies. Uh, not interested in you. Uh, I don't know who sabotaged. Uh, Skybound Games. They're the ones who did, who picked up the um, the Telltale stuff. Uh, Team 17, that game company, and Us 2 uh, has something which is interesting because they were the ones who did Monument Valley. Uh, so that is coming toward the end of this month. And actually, I guess that's gonna they're going to have a couple of dates for that. They're going to do something in July there as well. Uh, look forward to later this month, the New Game Plus Expo. Uh, this is, again, another uh, sort of collective of specific developers. Um, most of these are going to be Japanese. So if you're interested in stuff from Sega, Koei Tecmo, Arc System Works, NIS... Uh, SNK, Spike Chunsoft, uh, Dale, there's your Spike Chunsoft. I know you're always waiting to see what they're doing. Yeah, I'm sure it's some kind of uh, roguelike thing. Yeah, you, it's like a, a kissing-based cutesy. Yeah. 
Uh, so anyway, that's going to be on June 23rd, toward the end of the month. We also have the Marvel Avengers War Table stream, which is going to be a, a joint thing from Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics. That'll be for their Avengers. It'll be interesting to see. I know there was some some hubbub about them not having the licensed, uh, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff, and they they kind of said like, oh yeah, you know, maybe we will do something. It'll be interesting to see what, if anything, they've done. Uh, maybe they'll just be moving to the more like legally distinct, but still kind of like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, kind of thing. I don't know. We'll have to wait to see. Uh, and then uh, we have Bit Summit Gaiden, and Bit Summit is typically, specifically, the Japanese indie scene that they would do as part of Tokyo Game Show. And uh, so this is, um, you know, Bit, Bit Summit had been canceled, of course, and so this is going to be like eighty Japanese developers. Um, they're they're probably only going to stream that. What's that? Nico Nico? Is that the uh, the Japanese YouTube thing? Is that the one they yeah, do? Yeah, Nico Nico Doga. Yeah. So so look forward to not having any exposure for Bit Summit this year. Uh, at the end of June. So all of that stuff and more is going on. This goes into uh, July. Uh, Ubisoft is going to be doing some stuff. The Xbox Game Studios thing is in July. Evo is doing something. And I guess what, Gamescom. Evo? Yeah, the fighting tournament. Uh, yeah, Evo. that's right. Yeah, so that's going to be uh, July. You know, Me and Jeremy weird. are hosting an Evo Bowl party. Absolutely. I'm all for that. I'll bring some some dip and I'll like Hadouken it across the room. Uh, somebody's like, hey, give me some of that dip. And I'll be like, Hadouken uh, anyway, so that's stuff that's going on instead of E3, so everybody get hype about that. Uh, the other thing that's kind of big and I'm looking forward to that's actually this very week uh, is the PlayStation 5 event. I swear to you, this time it is not uh, Mark Cerny talking about solid state hard drives, uh, but rather is Solid a snake hard drives. <laughs> kept you waiting with my solid state data didn't transfer latency. Yeah, Did didn't, keep you, didn't keep you waiting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that is going to be on June 4th. That is at 1 p.m. Pacific time. So you'll have to translate that into whatever, uh, I guess for Dale, that's right at one. So good luck with that. Uh, for yep. us, it's going to be two. Anyway, uh, they're going to be doing a bunch of things related to the launch of, um, uh, PlayStation 5, but also they're going to be talking, I guess, about a bunch of their PlayStation-y stuff. I, I don't know. They've got to really start showing us some stuff here for this. I uh, I don't really know what their plan is, but I'm, I'm hoping... That's what this is about! I'm hoping it is, but just kind of looking at their description of it, they're like, oh, with each generation, from the first PlayStation to the PlayStation yeah, that's, 4, we're going to ha have like a 20-minute thing where they're going to talk to us about the brand. That's the equivalent of anime for Sony. Yeah, yeah, that's no doubt. The PlayStation stuff. Yeah. Something of note here, I uh, just to throw that out there because we announced every other one. BlizzCon mm -hmm. is canceled this year. Oh they yeah, this this, uh, well, this week they'll pro they'll probably have some in-game event in Warcraft Vanilla or whatever. So well, they're doing a um, a Shadowlands event on the ninth where they talk is that the about... new expansion? Yeah. Okay. They're doing an event to talk about that um, around this time as too. Who knows what they're going to do in November when tra when traditionally BlizzCon happens? But all right. BlizzCon's not happening. I mean, it seems like they've always had, like, you can get your online pass or something. So I imagine they'll just keep doing that, right? Uh, well, they basically said BlizzCon's off, and so they're not doing BlizzCon. And that would include the virtual ticket. Who knows what they're going to do? They haven't announced anything of what they're actually going to do. They just said that it's not happening. Huh, interesting. All right, well, in addition to the, uh, the litany of things that are coming out in that Sony event, uh, we have here some word from a report, quote-unquote, from sources, quote-unquote, that after July, all new PlayStation 4 games must also run on the PlayStation 5. So here we have a little bit of a uh, stake in the ground about the backward compatibility features of the PlayStation 5. Um, they've actually made some noises in the past that kind of indicate that there would be some unprecedented backward compatibility for the new console. Uh, here, though, we have a specific kind of ruling on the cross-generational 
um, development for the PS4 and PS5. So uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, this specifically applies as of July 13th. Uh, I'm trying to think, I guess it's this month that The Last of Us 2 comes out, so that, that will fall outside of this, uh, outside of this ruling, I This guess. month being June? Uh, yeah, this, this coming month, yeah, of June. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I thought that got delayed. Uh, I think, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's like June 20-something, 22nd yeah, right or something like that, I thought so. Anyway, if it comes out after July 13th, it will be subject to this, if it comes out before, uh, it will not. But I'm sure we'll be seeing the, you know, The Last of Us 2 remastered for, oh, yeah. you know, the next... Yeah, inside 18 months. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Spider-Man remaster will come out too. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, all right, so we've got a couple of movie news items here. Um, I, I don't think we've really visited the, the Game Bytes... Uh, um, uh, what do we even call this thing? The Rotten Tomatoes Challenge. Uh, did we ever? Did we ever decide like how Sonic the Hedgehog did? I don't. I don't know if we did. Uh, but Sonic the Hedgehog Two is now going to be a thing. What? And uh, yeah, so uh, this has been uh, sort of exclusively announced and then propagated around the internet by Variety, um, Paramount Pictures, and Sega Sammy confirmed that they have commenced development. So it's not only a theoretical thing, but they've actually started uh, working on it. And uh, it will be the same filmmakers. So Jeff Fowler is going to be directing. And the script writers are the same, and um, I imagine that uh, I, I kind of hope that they they go back and they're like, you know, we, we really wanted to retool that very first Sonic model, and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna make it work this time. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we don't really know much about that. I, I keep wanting to watch this, and I've seen you know now it's in the uh, checkout aisle at grocery stores, so I'm like, oh, I should watch that Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but. I actually can't bring my children to watch it with me. <laughs> I think they know, they're they a little more savvy about the Sonic cycle. Than you just got to throw it on and then they'll be like walking by and they'll sit down and watch it. No, you know what's going to end up happening is it'll be me watching Sonic the Hedgehog by myself while my while my children poo-poo it. Uh, I think that's probably uh, my how kid, my, my son and my wife went and saw it and they liked it. Did they? I so have you, not oh, seen it. You haven't seen it. Hey, guess what? I've just got a great idea for our uh, Evo party. Huh? We're going to do a... Pass. I'm going to watch Evo, bro. That's Sonic the Hedgehog. No, it's going to be the Sonic the Hedgehog pre-show. <laughs> That'll be the uh, pre-show entertainment. Uh, and then here's something that I feel like I should have been aware of, but uh, did we know that there was a Borderlands movie that they were working on? Maybe? We have it in our thing, I believe. Oh, did we? Well, so here's the thing. So now they've started confirming actors, or in this case, an actress. Uh, Kate Blanchett is confirmed to be playing the role of Lilith, who is the... Has her career fallen on hard times or what? I mean... I, you know, for me, Borderlands how movie, Kate Blanchett. I don't want to be the guy to ask, but it seems like Kate Blanchett might be a little bit old to be doing like a lot of vault hunting. Is she? Is this I mean, an I guess she was, movie? No, I don't think so. That's what I was going to ask. Is she just a voice actress? Well, also keep in mind she was in Thor Ragnarok as as what's the bad name? guy? Who did she play? Uh, <laughs> the yeah, bad girl, the sister, the Thor's Thor's sister. Yes, whatever. Evil, evil death lady. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so... Is she, like, uh, in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, she's Galadriel, yeah, she's right? Galadriel, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That was, like, three decades ago. Yeah, I know. It was gonna, two, two decades ago. hundred years. Sorry, it was only 20 years ago. She, wait, what is, Still, what's it was in the third Jerry? age of man. She's gonna continue forth as Galadriel? What? Uh, yeah, she's, what she she's, she, di- she will diminish and remain only Galadriel. Or remain Galadriel, yeah. Remain right. only Galadriel. Uh, but she's going to play Lilith, who was in the first game as a, like a pretty main actionable... Yeah, she's the siren, the one with all the, the powers and stuff. Uh, so I don't know. In the, in the newer games, like in Borderlands 3, she's sort of like a side character who kind of sends you on quests and stuff. All the characters from 1 were, were NPCs in the second one. 
And the siren has like that's been a class in every entry, right? Like Maya believe, from two, wasn't she? Yeah, and siren? there's there's one in the third, and I can't think of her name. Yeah, there's a siren in, okay. in all of them, sort of like an Ethereum powered or I don't know, kind of supernatural u- Uber lady. Yeah. Um, Token female. Yeah. So we of do have. Of course, they're gonna call her a siren because oh, myth- mythologically absolutely. female creatures, right? Sure, absolutely. So anyway, uh, I don't know when exactly this is is planning on happening, but this is about the the part of the movie promo cycle where they're starting to tell you, you know, who's involved. So we'll we'll probably hear something about that probably next year. Uh, and then a couple of things to to round it out uh, for the serious news. Um, we've talked on this show a couple of times about the GeForce Now service. Well, Steam Cloud Play is a service that's now going to be handled through Valve, and it uh, introduces GeForce Now streaming integration. Um, but it actually might be sort of a um, I don't want to say a chimera, but it's something that might plug into a lot of other similar services, and I, I do find that kind of interesting. Uh, right now, a limited number of games are going to be supported in this beta. Uh, according to the page for the beta, customers will continue to acquire games on Steam the same way they do today, and partner payouts will remain the same. Um, but uh, apart from that, uh, I guess they're just going to be streaming hosted by Valve in, in some capacity. So in a weird way, where before you were having... Steam games hosted outside of Steam. Now you're going to have a an outside of Steam service that will be hosted outside of the outside service, which means back in Steam, I guess. Why? Um, Why? That's... <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. I mean, if I could launch that straight through Steam, I'd make. But why? Uh, well, I can tell you, for me, I mean, this is just me, but I'm tired of downloading 80 gigabyte games to play them for like a week and then be done with them. I I actually really kind of appreciate the fact that A, I can play a game. Are you like cranking something on the side of your computer to that, download it's, it's what it feels gigabytes. like sometimes. I'm so tired of this. My yeah. arm. Yeah. But I, I actually get Good a Good point, of a... Dale. What does it cost you to click a button and wait, till, wait an hour? I, I get a better experience, I think, through the you know the uh, remotely sourced powerhouse computers, and also I think it costs me less just in terms of bandwidth. So for me, that's that's been a a value. And, and latency uh, doesn't come up. No, not at all. It hasn't been an issue really at all. Oh, and I've bro, used it. Come on, I'm dead serious. Well, if you're uh, playing, and, I mean, it, it depends on the game, right? It depends on the genre. Yeah, I mean, I'm not playing. I, and actually, I have played like Soul Calibur, and that's worked great. I played Soul Calibur, no problem. Uh, sorry about Jeremy, your uh, Jeremy's fiber, cool, your Google famed fiber. Soul Calibur expert, <laughs> Jeremy Lowell. Listen, mean, listen, man, you you can tell a difference. You can tell a difference on this stuff. It's. I'm it's not, not saying you can't. I'm just saying it has not been an impediment to playing, and it's not. I mean, because it's, you're you're 40 years old now. Okay, that could be. <laughs> that could is be. 100 the reason. When I turn just, 40, maybe I won't carry. Just wait. You're going right to right now. No, thank you. I'll keep buying a big graphics card for my computer. Anyway, so that is uh, that is something that's now incorporated. But so, into what is the Steam. difference between this and Steam? I don't understand. So why is this well, even because, announced? Because right Who now, cares? well, because Steam does not have any native remote streaming service right now. You can't you can't say I want to play this instantly. It's you know. Hey, oh, so now this. I can just fire up Steam and say go on a game. Correct. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, that's cool then. I like that. I all mean, right. why not put it into Steam? Why not put it into all these services and let it just run through GeForce now? Like, if I could just fire up Epic Games and. Any games that have this enabled, just be able to click on the game and hit play. Like that makes the most sense. Here's here's part of the reason. The answer to your question is because everyone is afraid of it. Because my next news item here is that NVIDIA GeForce Now is is getting again another little tweak to its terms of service because I think developers and publishers again are complaining about it. So NVIDIA Now Why is actually do they care. Jeremy. I know. I know. I, that I can't care? answer. Are they are they pissed off at Sony for releasing dude, a PlayStation dude, Five? Dude, I don't like, know. Man, it's time. 
I don't know. I don't you know. Wanna, uh, Dale, Dale asked me at the beginning of the show if I had anything to complain about. <laughs> I have this to complain about. And I do it every single time you bring it up. The thing is, I asked about it, and we're like, no, nah, I don't feel strongly about it. But <laughs> but now that we know that we feel strongly about it, um, so here's the thing. So NVIDIA is moving, and it's either by their own, just to stop having problems with them sort of opting games in and then having to back them out. Uh, publishers are now actually going to need to opt into this. So that means that uh, as of uh, this recording on May 31st, we're actually going to be losing a few more games because they're not specifically opted in. Uh, nothing major that I can see here. Uh, Total War like Three Kingdoms. Isn't it? You have to have a computer to play our game. You ha- you have to own a gaming PC to play our game on Steam, damn it. Yeah, what? Yeah. I- I'm trying to figure out what are the publishers losing. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I don't know. I don't huh. know. And and I feel like this is like the best possible service to have. I mean, if you buy the game, then it's you know, you have the license to it or whatever, you know, if even if you don't own it, own it. Um and, and then what? You know, you could play it at a, I mean, we've talked about this before, an internet cafe or take it to your friend's house. Uh, log in on a, you know, on a Steam family account and and play it. I, you know, I I don't I don't really understand the distinction. Somebody does though, and lawyers probably do or at least they're figuring it out. And that might be part of this is it's just a new thing and this is just an abundance of caution on the part of NVIDIA because up until this point, as far as we're aware, they've avoided litigation, you know, or, or actual real problems. It's been, hey, where's, take our where game is off. The, uh, where is the damages? Tell me where the yeah, damages would be right. on this. That's it. You, you helped us sell more copies of our game to people like Jeremy. I suspect that right. it mean that, that, that the it would be lack of control of their intellectual property products i mean they, they're pro- i assume that what they and i again Go i on. don't know but i'm assuming that they would be saying you are removing our agency as the vendor of this intellectual property product to I, that's my best guess is that they are somehow inserting themselves into a relationship between a licensor and a licensee what that actually means materially are there damages i don't know but okay in so, this case, so here's the question so if this runs through steam cloud and they're already selling their games on steam well, that's What's why that's why I was difference? making that that's why I was making that joke a little bit earlier about now it's an outside service a steam a steam exclusive service <laughs> that's now inclusive into steam it's weird All right, like that's the whole it. thing is weird if you put enough middlemen in then they just throw their hands up and go ah <laughs> who cares anymore <laughs> yeah. all right so here's here it is I, I'm back in anytime I can play a game on this service I'm playing it I, I'm I'm all for it. I actually really like GeForce Now. Um, but what this means for the consumer side of the experience is that we're going to have fewer games immediately at the immediate moment because they're going to have to remove some stuff. Uh, but the same channels will still be available to you. So GeForce Now currently supports games that are in Steam, Origin, Epic Games Store, and others. And it's just a matter of, I guess, them trying to cross their T's and dot their I's to oh. prevent taking stuff out later. I was going to mention, um, I did notice that one of the things that people bitched about with the Epic Game Store was that they didn't have uh, cloud saves. They have that now. That's yeah, what... I think that might be oh, on a game by game basis, but there but the um, cuz actually there's some there one game in particular, MechWarrior 5, uh, that is an Epic Game Store does not actually the game itself does not support cloud saves, so I'm kind of out of luck there, which that's one I'd really like to have. So it that. could, but the developers just haven't it could, taken it could. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing is that in in both of these cases, whether the game will be published on the service or some of the individual functionality will be sort of opt-in by the developers themselves. So look forward to that. Uh, And then the last item that I've got on this is sort of uh, uniquely specific, maybe to me, maybe you guys might care about this, but in the Last of Us 2 gameplay reveal that they did a little bit earlier this week, uh, it was revealed that uh, Sony killed off basically the last PlayStation Vita owner uh, in the far-flung future of The Last of Us 2, where um, Ellie shanks some lady who's got a Vita. How ironic, uh, because Vita means life. 
Vita does mean life. Um, and actually, here's a little tidbit for those of you who may have seen that thing that you can actually hear as after she leaves the 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 body or whatever. There's like some music that was in the headphones that the lady was listening to, and it's kind of this like uh, rapid kind of beat to it. Uh, it was Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami Two, I think it was. Uh, so she was definitely playing some. Sp- so which means that even if the pandemic uh, of mushroomhood claims all of us. The PlayStation Network servers are still there so that you can download the digital-only game, Hotline Miami 2, onto your PlayStation Vita. So that is a vote of confidence in the future that lies before us, my friends. And that is all the news that I've got for us this week. Okay, well, thanks for the news. I'm glad we talked about those hot topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I got some new releases here, courtesy of tech-gaming.com. Uh, Shantae and the Seven Sirens. This is another one of those Shantae games. I guess they're like I think there's like platformers, right? it seems like every week there's a new Shantae game. There are like does, 87. Doesn't, it, doesn't it seem that games. way? Kind of um, does. There's Shantae Half Genie Hero, Shantae and the Pirates, Shantae's Risky Revenge, Shantae on the Game Boy Color. Um, I, I gotta hand it to this to this franchise though for starting on the Game Boy Color. That is impressive <laughs> to still be going on. Shantae 2002 Game Boy Color, Shantae Risky's Revenge, Pirates Curse. Half Genie Hero, Shantae in the, in the Seven Sirens. Uh, there you Which go. is the new one. And you know what? What I've played of it, it's actually a really good little series. Yep. Uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened is out for PC. It's in early access. It's another, I guess this is the third Dungeon Defenders game. Yeah, right? there was like an Eternia something something. I was did, trying to did, figure out if this was a remaster. They did one that was like a persistent online thing, right? Well, that's kind of neat. Uh, yeah, was like that, that was the Eternia two, one I thought, right? And then... Huh. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. If you like Dungeon Defenders and you want to play an early access version of that, which I believe they've all launched in early access, yeah. uh, then go ahead and do that. Um, in announcing now on the Switch that's been everywhere else and for decades even, uh, Borderlands, all the Borderlands things are on the Switch now. I don't think 3 is. Um, all the Bioshock games are now on the Switch, so I don't know. Go play yeah, Bioshock that's... again. A pretty big week for Switch. I've actually seen people say like, oh, this is, Bioshock is actually good. For all you people who <laughs> just can't bring yourself to play stuff that's not on a Nintendo, congratulations. Bioshock uh, is actually some, good. Play yeah. some good games. Welcome yeah. to 2007. Bioshock is good. XCOM 2 is also the XCOM 2 collection, so I'm assuming this is the game plus the sequel. I guess this is all 2K. I just realized these are all 2K games. 2K just decided to like dump all of their stuff. Well, good on them. Once. Maybe they should yeah. add it to GeForce now as well. All those games are pretty decent <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, they should. All the, the Bioshocks are great. All three of the Bioshocks are good games. Um, XCOM 2, great, awesome, good stuff. Borderlands, I mean, nah, I don't know. I played the third that, one, that's but they're all good. Me. Yeah? Yep. Uh, let's see here. Uh, RadSwitchGameTitles.com. We have Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling. Um, it's out for the Nintendo Switch for $25. We have Climb Bros. Climb Bros. Climb Bros. Climb Bros. I kind of like that title. Yeah, and in fact, right I think that I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do whenever now I climb something. I'm gonna say that I'm a climb bro. Climb bros. Oh, cool. Free solo. Yeah, well. Fall to my death. And finally, fly punch boom. In that order, fly punch boom. I was trying to figure out: does that fly? Is that like a verb or is that like a noun? Fly punch. Boom. And and punch is that also like a verb or is that like a noun? So you could read this. Hmm. Ah, there you go. Fly it could punch be like, boom. Maybe like, all of a sudden, the there's all these flies in, the in our punch. Boom. <laughs> there's, there's been a boom lately of flies in punch yeah there bowls. you go see i'm this this thing is a it's a veritable like uh tesseract of of meaning it's a rorschach yeah. test yeah yeah 
Uh, let's see, PlayStation Plus games. We lied last week, apparently. Yeah, there was a, there were a couple we rumors, and they were rumors. And we... I did caveat them. I did caveat them. Did he? Yeah, I did. But it would have been uh, cool if Dead Cells would have been on this. Yeah, been yeah, Dead Cells and Doom. That would have been amazing. Yeah. See, this well, is why I say I we just don't it. ever talk about PlayStation Plus or Xbox Game Pass or whatever. Because I'm going to have to issue a public retraction now. Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Call of Duty World War 2. Game Pass is getting No Man's Sky in June. Uh, they've also... Minecraft Dungeons came out, which we already talked about. Alan Wake's been added to there, which is a fantastic game. From the dudes at Remedy, starring Verizon and Duracell batteries. Go play yeah, that right. <laughs> Product placement. And that uh, one actually had been delisted, so that's good to have that one back. Yeah, that game's fantastic, too. Uh, as well as the American Nightmare. That game was a little uh, offshoot sequel. Mm-hmm. That game was good, too. Uh, Epic Game Store has Borderlands, a handsome collection, available for at least another day or two. Day, maybe? two, uh, A couple days, maybe, I think. And that's, that is uh, basically the pre-sequel and Borderlands 2. And then there's a game called Sludge Life that's available for, you for free as well. They have another game coming out, I believe, Monday. Tuesday? Monday. Sometime soon. Uh, three days from now. Wednesday. All right. Yeah. You'll know when the next big game is with their mystery game. They started out with uh, GTA 5, went to Civ 6. They've kind of been going downhill from to Borderlands, and next we can expect uh, Barbie Horse Adventures. It'll be Sludge you know, Life. Sludge Life. It'll be uh, Destroy All Humans or something like that. Um, uh, dungeon, Darkest Dungeon, which is uh, free for this, I guess, the next few hours. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> on Steam, if you play it this weekend, I believe we announced it in the Discord channel. Which, by the way, uh, go to the Discord, and, um, well, we talk about free stuff, and... Uh, Darkest Dungeon was available for free, which I mm-hmm. I actually tried it out. And oh, nice. That's a nah for me, dog. And not because it's difficult. I just <laughs> don't want to play that type of game right now. Yeah. Uh, it's probably fine. Um, they have a PvP mode that's coming out tomorrow. I don't know when this article was written. Dale's got something to say. Dale. I, I was just thinking, did, did, did either of you guys play Sludge Life? Just like, what the hell is that game? <laughs> I, I did. Actually, you know what it is? It's a little bit of graffiti. A little bit of... It's like a GTA sort of like weird, like... Uh, I'm trying to think of something that kind of captures the vibe. Like, I don't know, Duckman or like some weird where, where people are just kind of like lame and and it's got some music. Dale, you know what? I challenge you. Play, play Sludge, play Sludge Life and tell before us. Before it was uh, free. <laughs> I, I had actually, and I'll tell yeah. you why. It's because they released a, a seven inch EP vinyl record for the soundtrack. And I was oh, like, what okay. is this? And why is it $20? First-person open-world vandalism-centric stroll through a polluted island full of cranky idiots and a vibe so thick you can taste it. Yeah, like imagine like the like I don't know Rick and Morty crossed with like I don't know, like. Uh, All right, I'm installing it. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> free. Whatever. I'm super not. Uh, that darkest dungeon PvP mode came out when the free weekend started. <laughs> By the way. Uh, I'm trying to figure PvP out if that mode. would be more or less stressful to play with someone or to play against a human. That game stresses me out. I still have yet uh, to play that, but it looks really cool. It is really cool. It's okay. <laughs> uh, good old games. GOG.com has a summer sale going on. They're, they're, I think they are advertising like 3,000 games on sales. Hey. Yeah, I almost put in there they're 90, up to 95% off. Yes, up uh, to 95%. Attractive. Up to free. Yeah. So that's, yeah. The, that's the Epic Game Store sale happening right now. <laughs> up to 100% uh, off. One of these one of these game storefronts should should adopt the slogan like 
You'll pay for the entire game, but you'll only play the beginning. Wouldn't that be amazing if somebody just got super like cynical about all of it? Like, <laughs> give us money for stuff that you'll never hey, experience. Dale, I've almost I'm I'm get, making my way through Control. Just just saying, it happens occasionally. People I bought play it games. on sale, and I I mm. always wanted to play it. And here we are, and I can fly around and throw clocks. That's excellent. Yeah. And that's all that stuff for today, guys. Very good. So. For our topic this week, uh, Jeremy, I don't know. Do you like just think of these in the shower or something? Uh, no, I think of them like five minutes before we get started, and I hope I can come up with something that's interesting. <laughs> well, you know, this is a pretty good one, I think. Um, the the one the one singular you got to pick just one character uh, of any level. It could be a main character, a side character, whatever, uh, from video games that you most identify with. So. Mm. You look at that character, or you just think of that character, and something about them is just like that's that's either that's me. They made the game or, about me. Or, or yeah, I mean, or I guess is there another way to identify with a character, like maybe like a like a like you empathize with them so much or whatever. Yeah, like the the way they think about things or the way yeah. they, I don't know. Like they do the same QTEs that you do every day. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Jackson. Yeah, I know. For for me, it's uh, God of War uh, that basically <laughs> stole my life. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, actually, this one's really hard for me, so I'm going to go last. I hope you guys have somebody in mind for <laughs> this. The one uh, I have the, no idea. Who's the one character from video games that you most identify with? Uh, Doom guy. Doom, Doom guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you got to tell us why. Like, what is it about Doom guy that is the Legrand? We pull he off just, that mask, and there's Legrand under there. He's just he's just out for blood. You know, he just he just <laughs> wants to kill stuff. Not that I want to kill things, but you know, sometimes you just need to murder some stuff to feel better. All right. Uh, not murder, but I tell you what, I feel better every time I play Doom. Whenever I'm having a bad time, I think that's good. Some catharsis. Yeah. I-, I wonder though, do, do you feel like Doom guy though? Do you feel like he feels good about his <laughs> like just like oh here I am. This is this is great and cathartic. This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would be kind of like a negative thing to be surrounded by a bunch of like fireball throwing demoniac, uh, you know, otherworldly beings all the time. Uh, I'm sure he feels fine because he's saving he's saving Earth, and he's getting his revenge. Okay. Oh, is there revenge? I didn't even know there was revenge. Yeah, what's the it's setup? About revenge. What's, what's he getting his revenge for? Play the new game. Find out. Oh, okay. Is that... They like <laughs> right. did some bad stuff to him. The guys that made Doom Guy, Doom Guy. Really? Because I feel like if I, you know, if I were if I were in any way associated with Doom Guy, I feel like I would just kind of leave him be. You I know, thought he was like... just a marine, right? Like he was he was just a badass marine. Uh, listen, if you play Doom Eternal, there's a whole backstory. You can find all about yeah. that. That actually ties into the first and second actual like games like the on the old PC. school dooms. Yep, it all ties yeah. together. It all ties together. It's crazy, and whatever. But I couldn't think of anything else. And rather than cop out like Jeremy and say you guys go first, no, I just I'm thinking. I'm thinking. My mind is like <laughs> racing right now, just thinking about different characters in games. Well, I just thought Doom Guy because I was like, every time I'm like, man, I see to go and blow off some steam. Doom guy is always there for me. Well, I got one that uh, makes a little bit of sense, at least. Uh, All right. And I'll I'll go ahead and just say uh, Ramza Beulva from the uh, Final Fantasy Tactics game. The uh, only way you can be associated with him is if you can pronounce his name. And I think he did a pretty good job. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how it's actually. It's something like that. Uh, but anyway, like he is just kind of a guy who's 
trying to do the right thing, but he just kind of gets like swept up in events and he doesn't really have any agency much at all. He's just kind of, like I said, he's just kind of being washed out to sea with, with the rest of the stuff that's going on. Uh, but, but at the same time, he's trying, man, he's, he's, you know, putting together his band of mercenaries and he's got, you know, he's like, we gotta, some, some guys are bad. We gotta, we gotta go fight the bad guys. I I don't know who's the bad. Those guys look bad. Let's fight them. Um, so always with noble intentions, Ramza, right? Is that you? Yeah. Yeah. It's not because the, the whole thing about that game is the, it's the stark contrast between, uh, Ramza, who's like trying to do the noble thing. And then the, the uber cynical Delita or Delita. Delita yeah. That's the other one who is, I mean, he's just constantly like conniving and well, see, he gets off to a bad start when like his sister is murdered. Right. Yeah, and but also he, I would say that he's more of like a, like an, uh, what would you call like an, uh, a cynical pragmatist or something? Like oh yeah, that, right? absolutely. Like, he, he learns very quickly his place in life because he's not from a noble or maybe he's not a, not a commoner, but maybe like a very, very low level noble house or whatever that kind of gets taken in by by one of the noble houses or whatever but then he's kind of like if he's not really treated badly he's um uh, i'm not gonna go off on a whole treatise about final fantasy tactics and why it's the greatest game <laughs> ever just a, but <laughs> i will just say that like ramza i sometimes feel like just kind of swept up in the current and you know you're like trying to do the thing but you just it ends up if not tragic you know not super great for everybody i know what, i know what those days yeah. are like sometimes your 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 beast master only has five movement points but you need six to be able to attack oh, totally. so you gotta oh, some days some days are just like that yeah all right i i actually do have one or or sort of an amalgamation just because I was, I was trying to think like what aspect sort of defines my life and i i think it's uh i, I think it's mostly like plaintive buffoonery i think is mostly my 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 station in life um so i was i was thinking of, of a couple of different characters and maybe you can I, I don't know if you guys have any experience with either of these but i also was Guy thinking okay, like three wood yes that that is that's dale you got it right <laughs> on the nose that's one of them uh or the my goose other from option, untitled goose game the goose yeah the goose yeah the goose oh, the just like causing mayhem <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th that's that's probably it, like the farmer from Untitled Goose Game. I was thinking either Guybrush Threepwood or I was thinking Roger Wilco from Space Quest, which is basically there's just sort of different elements of, of kind of that same thing, uh, where where basically, you know, they're sort of kind of like you said, Dale, sort of sort of tossed to and fro by the, the vagaries of, <laughs> yeah. you know, the course of events, um, but, but also not entirely competent. I mean, one thing one thing I think about Ramses is he's at least, you know, in control maybe of his own faculties and stuff. Yeah, he's a he's a good leader of men. And yeah, he's a good exactly. fighter, obviously. Whereas I feel like somebody like Guybrush is mostly like, you know, maybe I can just like fudge my way through the situation i can combine a couple of things that are in my inventory and come up with something and everybody knows that i have no idea what i'm doing and you know it's easy to be the laughing stock and kind of like an you know <laughs> you know <laughs> guybrush threepwood mighty pirate well of course you are of course you are um or or i was sort of you know the only thing about about Roger Wilco from Space Quest is that he is um, he is just like completely an idiot. Guybrush at least gets clever sometimes. So I, I guess I would maybe maybe lean a little bit more toward the, the Guybrush side of things. Also, uh, as an adventure game character, I find that my inventory is basically ever expanding, and you know I get to collect mm. a lot of stuff that 
you know, may not have any actual practical value or use, um, but I can fit it all somehow into. No, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that I think that element also speaks a little bit. And and you know, every once in a while, I'm good for a laugh. So I think that's uh, that, that's, that's probably somewhere more in my. Oh wait, I got one more. I got, I got a joke answer. All right, joke answer. Uh, quiet from uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Oh, Dale, I tell you, you are easy on the eyes, my friend. Uh, that is... You will be ashamed. <laughs> uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any thoughts about what video game character in all of the pantheon of video games identifies you, who is your spirit animal in, in the world of video games, or, or if you have any comments about our own picks for ourselves, uh, we'd love to hear about that. You can reach out to us primarily on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Show. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. I, you know, that's, I, that's, I should be, I should have just been Count Elmdor from Final Fantasy Tactics. That would have been a. I actually did not realize that that was a Final Fantasy Tactics reference. Well, they 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 changed in the newer translations. He's a Marquis or Marquis. No. Oh yeah, I never actually played the PS1 version of that, so I've heard yeah. the translation is just a delight. Um, but yeah. he was he was a count back in the day, and when I created my email address, Ramza was already taken, so I had to oh, man. I had to go down the, the the hierarchy of that game's characters for a while. Cloudstrive007 at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can find our fourth man, Jared Redeye, down at R-E-D underscore I. Uh, you can find him primarily over twitch.tv slash Show. Last week, we played some more Borderlands 3 just because I was like, hey, we should just play that for fun. And he's like, hey, it's stream time. Let's just play Borderlands. So we did. I uh, had a great time. I imagine we'll be doing something different this week. But who knows? Come play Borderlands. I don't know. Uh, but as LeGrand said, you can also find our Discord server. That uh, link you can find over at GameByteShow.com, where you can also find a back catalog of all of our podcasts, a uh, sidebar of the video content that we post out on YouTube, and of course, join us there on Discord through that link. And uh, we'll be back in just a few days to talk to you about the video games that we've been playing. We've got a couple of uh, tantalizing teases that we've thrown out in this episode, and uh, look forward to our Wednesday show where we'll talk to you about those games. But until then, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. See ya. Be seeing you. Be seeing you.